going on motivators dr drill pulling out of the planet fitness lot 6 13 p.m i will say if you want to go to the gym and you want to be experiencing some solitude and get a good workout in and kind of explore the place and take care take advantage of the amenities dinner time is a good time to go Hence, a case is made for adopting a uh, uh, off-peak schedule, right? So you can uh, get your workout in, freaking hang out, explore, take your time with stuff. You don't feel like sidetracked. Sometimes, if you go into an area and you want to use a machine and there's somebody else there even if they're just in the vicinity you're kind of like I mean even somebody like myself who's damn been friggin personal trainer for much of his life you're kind of like uh like throws your game off a little bit well I was going to do this and I'm going to try that and I was going to do this exercise and then go there it's like there's a sense like when the place is hopping which is probably this time of night during a weekday got a lot of competition in there. I mean, it's, it's just a comparison. You'll, you'll find that it's so much nicer to go in an offbeat time, obviously. Check that out. You know, I got a little spring in my step. I listened to, continue listening to my book, Break the Habit of Being Yourself, and tried to focus, tried to zone out and get into my flow. Try to find my flow state, just do the work and what I do. Let's see. Well, I got on the elliptical for 10 minutes. Kind of boring. Then I went over and did uh, sorted weights. So I did like a superset going from one machine to the other. I knocked out some lat pull downs on their machine. I did a little combo with that and chest presses. And then I went over and did some dumbbell stuff, some curls, some presses, some cleaning press, some chest press, some sumo deadlifts. Then I went over to the uh, rowing machine, I did 20 minutes, and 4,000 meters, 12,000 feet. Three, a couple miles and change. It was good. It was a good workout. Again, I felt it was leisurely. Got a good pump. Got some good cardio in there. I really want to knock out more cardio. Like I, my goal is to lose 20 pounds. <laughs> it's the same 20 pounds that I've been trying to lose. I've been talking about needing to lose for a long time. You know, just you know, I'm, I'm happy for the most part with my body, but. I have goals, you know, I want to get leaner, I want to feel like my clothes fit better, I, I can, if there's any area of my body that I feel like I'm self-conscious about or I want to improve, it is my midsection, I think it's just, it's, it's where I'm, where my genetics deposits uh, any extra surplus pounds, right? So that's where I put it.
consequently, I'm lucky I have wide shoulders. If I had narrow hips, you know, if I had my freaking 30 or 31 inch waist I had when I was in the core, my 28 inch waist when I was Sam's, Sam's age, I guess, or in high school. And I'm starting to feel like I'm getting a belly. You know, there's always been, I've always had that area that I've, I've wanted to fix. And truth be told, shitloads of exercise, I still tend to deposit it there. So I'm, it would, consequently, it's going to take a considerable amount of effort to do it. And one thing that I am a little bit lazy about with all the weights that I'm used to doing make me feel strong and powerful I don't like taking the time I don't have the attention span for getting on a treadmill for an hour so I'm trying to lose myself in some sort of a book on tape good music and avoid looking all around and seeing all the other options in there and just to do the work just to lose myself in a some sort of something so this book is it's really inspiring. It really makes me think. You know, on the way down to the gym, I had in mind this little excerpt. It was a uh, Tim Ferriss was on a podcast with Jordan Peterson. It's a two real intellectual type men. The latter, uh, Jordan Peterson, is a renowned scholar. Taught at one of these schools or teaches, taught whatever at one of these Canadian schools and had all kinds of controversy around him because he wouldn't he wasn't cool with the pronouns and all that stuff that were being kind of driven down his throat by whatever the society I mean I respect everybody but hear him talk about that stuff it's kind of like wow the guy's got a point um, so he was talking about how people who are open and I'm an open individual he said it's a good thing you know to be open it means it suggests creativity and I'm a very creative person in fact I crave it it's my favorite thing like doing something whistling while I work uh, making something interesting um, coming home with the wind using creative strategies on my ceiling at the office I have an art exhibit you know where myself and my kids and my patients and my students and whoever will contribute went home with a friggin ceiling tile and painted on it you know so people come in they see my little show and tell thing I like cool things I like to collect things I'm like a if I was a bird I'd be a crow you know they like to collect little shiny objects or whatever keep them in their nest to handle mess with saying he's talking about the downside of that being open he's a part of being open is that you like to do you know it's hard to focus because you have so many things you want to do that it's hard to do anything well and again that's if there's any fear or concern that I have it is that for a very long time I've done a lot of things very well but I'm starting to lose like you know I'm starting to realize that I need to just slow down a little bit in that area. Uh, I mean, part of part of this is that 
it is my personality. It, it's, it's nature. It's nurture. I wonder about it all the time, and I'm, I'm very much into it. I feel like life would be, you know, the mundane. It's very fucking boring. Doing things the usual path, you know, taking the usual path. The path traveled is is fucking monotonous, you know. That'll drive you insane. So trying to figure out other things out and considering a way of life that is eh, in and around the boundaries, but just not the way other people would do it. I mean, I like that. I think that that passes the time. I think that that kind of gamifies life. But he was talking about how there can be problems with folks who are very open, which I also feel... I mean, obviously, I'm open. I'm talking (laughs) on a podcast about almost everything that comes to my mind or everything that I I believe is worth discussing. And there's an openness there, right? kind of like quasi-diary that I got going on here. I would bet that a very small percentage of the populace would be comfortable speaking out loud on a platform that, that, you know, others can peek into their world and judge them or whatever. I, I don't really give a fuck. Not hurting anybody, certainly. But anyway, there's an openness to that. There's an openness. If openness uh, psychologically suggests a creativity, like being open to other options, uh, you can kind of be seen as taken as a sucker sometimes. Because you're like, okay, we'll we'll try it that way then. So, openness kind of like... It sidetracks a process. You know, a standard. So people that like things done a certain way or by the... uh, You know, like a sandwich made or a soup made according to the exact ingredients. They might be like, oh, no, we're not going to put a pinch of that in there. We're not going to put any smoked paprika. It doesn't call for that. And I'll say, well, it's fucking good, man. Have you ever had smoked paprika? In my experience, I've added to this, that, and the other thing. Let's try it. And take. there's a risk in that. Follow my little analogy there, cooking analogy. So this little excerpt was interesting. Talking about openness. Uh, furthermore, I'm open to a lot of people. You know, I'm always talking about how I am approached by... And I'm interested in in the encounters, you know. There are some strange motherfuckers out there that I will run across. And some of my best stories involve them, you know. These are the things that kind of punctuate my day and my year and my life. And so, yeah, I'm open. I'm open to hearing things. I'm open to... Uh, experiencing new things and and I'm open to listening to people 
and that means I'm opening my heart. A lot of people don't like to do that. They don't like to take that risk. Then, the next little Facebook uh, thing, there's a guy named Jason Silva. He's a real interesting guy. He's like somehow involved in neuroscience. He's probably written some books and he's got a real wild creative mind. He seems to travel a lot and he philosophizes and he writes and he does whatever. But he he's talking about a, a quote from um, whoever and it said, break your heart until it opens. So that made me think like talking about being open. A lot of people are so closed that they'll never open their heart or never think of doing things a different way or never trust people, never give anybody a chance, and they're just so guarded that they never get to open their heart and show the world who they truly are. And I think that's that's a challenge as well. Not with me, but that kind of flies in the face of you know openness, the downside of openness. And he wasn't saying it's completely open, he said it's essential to be open. It just if you're too open get yourself in trouble. Um, finally, I'm listening to the book Change Your um, Fucking Change Your Life or whatever. Break the Habit of Being Yourself. And the guy's talking about man, fucking interesting stuff. He's talking about rushing to the humdrum usual destination. And he's talking about creativity. He's talking about how it's essential to think outside the box and do the things that you normally wouldn't do and think in ways that you normally would not think. Otherwise, you're going to get the same old outcome which you complain about incessantly. So you got to be fucking uh, creative. How about that? And he was talking about this hierarchy of your thoughts become assumed patterns. You think the thought, the same thoughts over and over again. You kind of talk yourself into a mood, and a mood that carries on for, you know, it doesn't have to be a bad mood, but that would be, you know, I guess a pathologic state. Thoughts become your mindset. Your mindset becomes your mood. Your mood, if it persists, it becomes your disposition. You know, and then some, that person is angry all the time. Right? Who the hell would want to have a, like a, an unfavorable disposition? That's like the Grinch, for instance, you know? That's not a good way to go through life. It's interesting as a scientific mind to listen to this book because... As you might have heard and picked up on, I'm very wary of, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a skeptic. Uh, I think that 
although there's, I would never discount anything entirely, you know, I'm open to the reality that I could be wrong, and that this is the societal thought, science, the facts on an issue might not be as concrete as we think they are, but then again, I am big on math and measuring things, and Man, look at that. It was a fucking shooting star. That was pretty incredible. I'm big on math and measuring things and coming to logical conclusions and having like a consensus on things that otherwise will go insane, right? If we can't all kind of like say, okay, well, look, this is this is going on right now. Let's all like, like we can't meet our goals. It's kind of like the pandemic. If we don't acknowledge a problem, then we can't determine a solution that will be workable long term, right? And this thing persists forever. <clears throat> so it's kind of chaos, right? So my point is this. This guy's a chiropractor, uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza, but his work on mindset and attitude and psychology is really, really interesting. And he's talking about how we can, how we talk ourselves into certain physical states. And you think about it, let's say, let's say you have a negative thoughts. You're plagued with negative thoughts and you keep on thinking about these same things and everything, it's like pathologically coming up and you think about this, 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 and this, you know, the world sucks, so work is going to be terrible tomorrow. What is the likelihood that work is going to be good tomorrow? Oh, the sky is falling. I can't stand people. What is the likelihood that you're going to run across somebody? You're going to miss the people that actually are worth are worth dealing with, that you love. You know, you feel you're so rigid that you feel like this is the way the world is. This is the way, you know. You've come to the conclusion a very rigid, unbudging, unmovable conclusion. You're going to miss out on a lot of things. There's no fun in that either. So if you're always fucking thinking about all these bad things, about negative thoughts, and I suck, I'm stupid, I'm fat, I'm lazy, no one could possibly love me, no one wants to be my friend, well, that thought becomes a pattern, becomes your mindset, and there's emotion that drives that, and that changes the wiring in your mind to prefer that pathway to stay on that track and then that mindset becomes a habit and the habit becomes a mood and a long mood long term mood is a disposition and having a miserable disposition or a uh, self-conscious disposition or a losing disposition or a anxious disposition how about anxious everybody's anxious scared about every fucking thing all these stresses and stuff that anxious disposition it's like I got a fucking cicada in here that anxious disposition is going to send your stress hormones through the roof then you've got things like cortisol and adrenaline that are hormones that are that very capably will drive a flight or flight response and then your heart rate is up 
too often, you got high blood pressure, you've got diabetes, your sugar balance is off, he backs the whole thing into homeostasis. And so if you're always a miserable fuck, and you always feel stressed out, it's going to make you physically sick. Like he puts the mechanisms together for that. And so it's very interesting. By the way, I'm not saying that I am any of these things. In fact, in making motivation, I'm trying to work out <clears throat> and, and come clean with my own. I'm a fucking motivator, man. Like I've helped thousands of people to, you know, stand up straight and fucking work out and, you know, find their, their strengths and shit can their weaknesses. I've done that. And you know, none of it was... It was all genuine. It was none of it was was faked. I have that capability, and and that's who I am. But I'm also a client. You understand? What I'm saying so. I'm always trying to figure out how to how to conceptualize these things, how to understand them myself, and how to put them into language and analogy for other people, so that um, we can unfuck ourselves. You know. Because you can go to all the therapists you want and you can get a personal trainer or, you know, have all the encouragement and the moral support that you can get. All that shit will be helpful to you. But, you know, at some point you need to do the heavy lifting. You need to get in there with both hands and start fucking getting dirty. And when you wake up in the morning, you feel like a miserable fuck. You need to have some sort of means to correct back on, on track. And so that's important. Anyway, that's what I got from um, while working out, training, you know, got my freaking blood pumping. I feel like I did something good for myself. It's 635 at night and it's Saturday and glad the weekend's here and trying to be as productive as possible. Tomorrow I'll attack that fucking bear. Tonight I'm going to probably watch some zombie shit. Uh, <clears throat> the Walking Dead, we watched three episodes last night. Incredible show. All right. Incredible show. When I watch something like that, I'm not just watching the drama. You know, I'm watching the dynamic between the characters. That's what interests me the most. Makes you think a lot about people, about situations, about our responses, our decisions that we make. Anyway, just spitballing. You guys have a great weekend. I'll talk to you tomorrow, probably. <laughs>